Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Gamecock Central Radio Podcast. Game week is here, and we are just four days away from kickoff. South Carolina and NC State will take place in Charlotte Saturday, 3 o'clock. Game will be televised on ESPN, but we know that thousands of Gamecock fans will be making the trip to the Queen City for the season opener for both ball clubs. Wes Mitchell joins me. I'm Emerson Phillips. Wes, we've got uh, Will Muschamp's weekly press conference taking place earlier today, so we're going to talk about that. Before we get to that, Wes, uh, the depth chart for the NC State game has been released, and I'm wondering if you saw any surprises on there. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pumped, man. I I think that the depth chart, the first depth chart, is another one of those signs. I always talk about how there's signs that the season is is upon us, and and that's another one. now, I will say, in my experience, these days, uh, depth charts don't mean what they once did. <laughs> you know, it's like coaches don't seem to want to put out as much info um, or really much info at all like they used to. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh in, in Florida are kind of having a little back and forth right now about about their information. And, um, you know, Mitch can actually put out a, a roster with former players on it today. So, uh, so that, that gives you a little... A little idea of how these things are, but but the depth chart for the most part looked the way it you know we expected it to based on what we've been hearing. I, I thought Emerson one of the maybe bigger surprises uh, was actually that Dante Sawyer and Kier Thomas are listed with an or in between their names at defensive end. You know, entering camp that or was not there, so. That means that, that basically Kier Thomas has pushed into the mix for Dante's starting spot. And, you know, a lot of times that's a way to, to reward a guy who sort of, who might be, you know, come in as a backup. That, that means he's done everything asked of him, I think, to possibly be a starter. So you kind of, you know, you list a guy as a co-starter and, and, and that means, uh, you know, you're giving him a little bit of love publicly. So that was a little bit of a surprise to me. You know, I, I looked at some of the other spots running back. Not really a huge surprise, but they still listed an aura between Rico Daddle, between um, AJ Turner, and Tyson Williams. So uh, that, that's a little bit interesting, but not really entirely unexpected. Muschamp did say in the press conference, as we sort of get to that, that, that Rico Daddle would probably be the the guy to take the first step. You know, so that he would probably be the starter. So. Uh, yeah, other than that, I think it was about as expected. Um, I, I thought maybe the, the the one sort of glaring thing to me <laughs> was that Chris Lamont is listed as 
not only a starter but a backup at, at multiple positions, which is sort of a little bit of a uh, other example of just how thin they potentially are in the secondary. Wes Sawyer's a senior, Kier Thomas just a sophomore, so I think it's interesting that you know, the coaches decided to go with Sawyer or Thomas as one of the starting defensive ends. Gamecocks need improved pass rush. That's been a theme all summer and all offseason, really heading into 2017. And Thomas, if memory serves, had 22 sacks his senior year in high school down in Miami. And, you know, maybe Thomas is one of these younger players that can help improve the Gamecocks defensive line play this year. I think that's what a lot of folks are hoping. Yeah, you know, they're going to need him to, Emerson. And I, I think the thing about those two guys is that they also have certain packages where they slide inside. A lot of times I think you'll see that in, you know, third and long and, and passing scenarios. You're going to see those guys play inside at times. You're going to see, you know, South Carolina does a lot of different things up front. So the versatility that those guys bring to the to the table is going to be big. Now, they've definitely needed gear to sort of step into a bigger role. He got sort of knocked around a little bit last year because he had to play defensive tackle pretty much full-time as opposed to just in those pass rush situations. So it, he's in a much better spot this year, has reshaped his body a little bit. He, he was really, really good in high school, like you said, getting to the quarterback. So that could be nothing but a good sign. I, I think you look at, at uh, Dennis Wanham, um, also known as DJ Wanham, on the other side there at the buck position. He's a guy who's taking a big step this year. Uh, he and Bryce Allen Williams are both going to be playing some buck, but they're going to be on the field a lot at the same time, I think. So I think you look at the, what the staff wants to do up front, they're going to move guys around, and, and the depth chart sort of gives you an idea in general of where they play. But I think in reality, you're going to see guys get moved around a ton and sort of put into a good position to play. And, and another guy that's actually not on the depth chart because it doesn't go three deep at most positions will be Aaron Sterling, the true freshman defensive end. This is a kid that I'm really, really high on. And I think, again, third down and passing, third, you know, third and ten, third and eight, when they need extra pass rushes on the field, eventually number 15, Aaron Sterling, is going to be in the mix. I'll be curious to see how quick, how quick does that happen. Is it week one this week in SNC State, or is it a little bit later on in the season? I'm not sure, but I guarantee 15 is going to be out there at some point. Wes, we've got an up-to-the-minute uh, injury report here as we record on this Tuesday. A couple of Gamecocks mm-hmm. mentioned by Will Muschamp, but to me uh, the most noteworthy part of Muschamp's press conference today was who is not on the injury report, and that's Stephen Montag. Yeah, this is something where Muschamp had said last week that Montag was uh, you know, basically questionable, that he, he, and he sort of sounded like he maybe didn't think Montag was going to be available if you sort of – uh, listen to the way he said it, but uh, Muschamp did say Tuesday presser that he thinks Montag's going to be able to go. He ran around a little bit on Tuesday, as you said, the day we're recording um, tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, depending on when you're listening. You know, Wednesday, Montag is supposed to be able to actually get out there and practice. And Muschamp said that he's going to be in a backup role for the game, but that he's such a bright kid. He's a sharp kid. Um, you know, people will remember back to last year when Montag came in late in, in camp, basically he got here right at the beginning of camp, didn't get to go through summer at all. Um, he picked things up very quickly. So this is a sharp kid, doesn't necessarily have to have had a ton of prep to get out there. I'm sure he's gotten a lot of uh, mental reps, as you would call it. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I think that 
I, I talked a little bit about the depth chart and how thin they are in the secondary. This helps a lot if Montat can give them anything. Man, yeah. if he can give them 15 snaps, that helps because this kid can play safety. He can play nickel. He can play a true cornerback spot if you have to put him out there. Um, he gives you added depth at every single position. Now, still don't know if he would necessarily be considered 100%, so you don't want to have to play him you know, a ton, I don't think, but it's a lot better than it could have been because they're already missing Jalen Dixon for the season, and they're missing uh, Taven Jackson, who's a freshman cornerback that I'm very high on. They're missing him for at least this week, probably the next week as well. So that, that secondary depth is already being tested. So this was big news for South Carolina. Um, Randrichus Davis, however, the wide receiver, is actually out as well to sort of complete the injury report there. Uh, just has, has been snake bit, man, has not been able to get healthy as Ezekiel Davis. So, um, hate, I hate it for him because very talented kid. We saw him a little bit in the ECU game last year and played very well. So I uh, hate it for Randrickus Davis uh, will not be available this week in Charlotte. Great news from the presser today, however, with the announcement from Muschamp that Stephen Montak is expected to play. said he ran around a little bit in practice on Tuesday and looks like he's going to be able to go. So Muschamp said that uh, Montak does not need a lot of reps. What he needs to be is healthy, and it looks like he will be healthy enough to give the Gamecocks something on Saturday. So, Wes, wanted to get some of your takeaways from today's press conference. You know, one thing that I heard Muschamp say – he talked about depth at linebacker, and that's another major theme coming into the new season. He talked about Eldridge Thompson and Sherrod Green, and he said he's been very pleased with those two Gamecock fans, very worried, obviously, about the lack of depth behind the starting three at linebacker. Yeah, you know, Muschamp, and, and Muschamp's a very, very sometimes brutally honest guy. So when he says that those guys have talent, I, I think that that's a very good sign for South Carolina fans, you know, I think he feels like ultimately Shirai Green and Elvis Thompson are going to help this football team a great deal. He feels good about them. Now, I did think it was interesting how he said they would look, even as they're trying to get their other linebackers, you know, a breather, they would look to have basically T.J. Brunson or Sky Moore, the sort of veterans, even though Brunson's a sophomore, he's comparatively a veteran compared to those two guys, to Shrey uh, Green and Elders Thompson, they want to have one of those two guys on the field with them. So, it, you know, in the past, you maybe give your starting linebackers a break by bringing in both backups. Well, South Carolina will sort of look to stagger it. So what you will see is T.J. Brunson, who's the middle linebacker, on the field at times with Elders Thompson as the will when Sky Moore is taking a breather, and then flip that, Whenever T.J. Brunson's getting his breather, you'd see Sherrod Green on the field as the mic with Sky Moore still in the game at the wheel. So um, I thought that was interesting. Basically, having a plan, which is one thing we've learned about Will Muschamp, the guy likes to have a plan already for every scenario prior to the game. They're going to have a plan in place to where anytime these newcomer linebackers are on the field, in theory, one of these guys that maybe knows the defense a little bit better will be on the field as well to direct them prior to the snap. So, uh, to me, that's uh, that's pretty sharp. I, I like that a lot. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Wes, position battles 
continuing into the final week of preseason camp here, and it looks like the Gamecocks have settled on a starting punter, but the place-kicking job may still be up for grabs. Yeah, Joseph Charlton is going to be the punter. Uh, Place-kicker spot is, like you said, up for grabs. I I think Alex Wozniak came in sort of as the expected place-kicker, but then Parker White, who came in as the expected just-kickoff guy, has pushed, um, you know, and I think both guys have played well in practice. It's not really that Wozniak hasn't performed. They've actually both performed. So, uh, you know, Charlton will be the punter. White will be the kickoff specialist. Uh, Chris Lamont will be the punt returner. Debo Samuel the kickoff returner. But uh, this sort of kicker battle is going to go into the season. And whoever performs the best of the season is, uh, is going to be the guy. I, I do think You'll probably see them both get a chance in the game, but I think you could see a scenario. We've seen other teams do this. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a situation where maybe one guy uh, kicks from particular distances, and then maybe you know maybe Wozniak is a short shorter kicker, and then White maybe tries some of the longer field goals. I think we've seen other teams do that from time to time. So uh, you know, I think there are some scenarios that this staff will look at where they'll use one versus the other. Then obviously, if one of them gets hot as the season goes along, or one of them doesn't perform, then that'll that'll sort of dictate how they handle that. But um, you know, it's it's always crazy when you, you see guys perform in practice. You just never know how they're going to perform when they get into you know an actual NFL stadium. In this case, they're going to be in an NFL stadium kicking for the first time. Uh, both walk on guys. Uh, that, that'll be a key, man. I, I think what could be a close football game, that that's going to be a key for South Carolina on Saturday. Place kicker by two-man committee, it seems, for the Gamecocks. Very interesting. Wes, we've got a little bit of weather possibly in the forecast for Saturday. There could be rain up in Charlotte. What kind of impact, uh, if there is rain, do you think that'll have on the game? You know, and and I I don't know how much that will affect either team because I, I still don't have a feel for what the identity of these two teams are going to be. You know, I, I think that you look at NC State, they, uh, I think, have some talent at running back. Naheem Hines is a speedster. He's a guy that uh, can break it on any play. We certainly feel like South Carolina's running backs, uh, that, that three-headed monster is going to be able to play as well. So generally, when you talk about rain, I, I think of teams sort of maybe taking the air out of the ball a little bit and running the football. But you know, if you're South Carolina, I, I kind of tend to think you, you don't want it to rain because I, I think the more I look at this game, the key for Carolina is going to be to have the opportunity to exploit NC State secondary. I, I think you look at matchups, South Carolina's receivers and tight ends in the passing game against the NC State secondary is probably the best matchup as far as the favor of South, you know that goes in the favor of South Carolina. Now, in order for that matchup to be taken advantage of, uh, obviously you want to dry ball, but this South Carolina offensive line is going to have to give Jake Bentley time to operate. I don't know that we can necessarily expect them to just stonewall NC State all game long, but they just have to give them a chance. So, to me, you want uh, you want pretty dry conditions and. You, you maybe even want it to be a little bit hot because, you know, South Carolina's been in this Columbia heat. They've been working in this Columbia heat afternoon practices and stuff like that, trying to prepare for that very thing, that humidity. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think uh, weather's kind of a tricky thing to, to say how that's going to affect things. But if in South Carolina, like I said, I, I think you, 
I think you'd like a beautiful day in Charlotte on Saturday. All right, we're going to be going a lot more in-depth on the season opener, South Carolina and NC State, later this week here on Gamecock Central Radio and on GamecockCentral.com. Wes, before we wrap it up today, I wanted to get you to tell our listeners about this new phone number that we've set up that will allow our listeners to take part in our podcast. Yeah, and I'll, I'll explain it to them a little bit. And the uh, actual uh, concept here is that listeners can now call in and you're going to get a, It's basically a Google voice number. You're going to get a voicemail. Um, if you leave your question on that voicemail, then you're going to pick some of those questions throughout the week and answer them on a future podcast. So just like, you know, people get to call in on a on a radio show and get their questions answered. We had some people on our uh, insider forum, which is our primary sort of hub message board on GameTalkCentral.com from our premium members wanting to know how to call into the podcast. So we got that set up for them. They can call in. Uh, if you have some good questions, we'll actually download it, throw it on the podcast, and then we'll answer it uh, from that mailbox there. So uh, hopefully that's something that our listeners will want to utilize. Yeah, we encourage our listeners to take advantage. The phone number is area code 803-497-9058. It's 803-497-9058. Call the Gamecock Central Hotline. We'll get you on the podcast. Submit your questions to Wes, and Wes will answer them on a future podcast. 803-497-9058. Like what you've done with this here, Wes. Looking forward to getting this cranked up this week, man. We appreciate your time today. Thanks very much. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Hopefully people will call in, uh, prank calls or anything like that. And uh, <laughs> they'll keep joining us here on, uh, on Gamecock Central and on the Gamecock Central podcast. Awesome. New phone number, 497-9058. You can be a part of the Gamecock Central radio podcast. For Wes Mitchell, I'm Emerson Phillips. A lot more to come on the Gamecocks against NC State this Saturday here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.